You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning to all of you. Welcome to JM Sunday. My name is Matas Weingast, and uh, you are tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network. Thanks for joining us this morning on this 10th day of December, 22nd day in the month of Kislev, 5778. That means Hanukkah is right around the corner. In fact, uh, it is beginning this week. Can you imagine that? This week, Hanukkah is beginning already? My oh my, how... uh, Time just flies by. The uh, first night of Hanukkah is Tuesday night, and uh, that is just two nights away. So exciting, exciting time. It's always nice when Hanukkah approaches. If you're studying Daf Yomid Shavuos, uh, Yud Gimel, Daf 12, and uh, never a wrong time to join up. It uh, It is uh, it's cold outside. <laughs> In these parts, 29 degrees outside right now. We had a bit of snow over Shabbos, a good few inches in many areas. And uh, right now that snow is not melting. Maybe during the day today because it's going up to a high of 39 degrees and sunny. So we'll see what happens there. But back down tonight, whatever whatever, uh, melts, freezes because it's going down to 28 degrees. So it's going to be very uh, unsafe to drive around tonight. Overnight, be careful in these parts. In Jerusalem, though, it is uh, 65 degrees and uh, partly cloudy. But, uh, 48 degrees is the expected low for tonight. Hope you enjoyed your week and uh, your Shabbos. We're glad to be here, as always. And uh, we'll just play some music today for a change. How's that? <laughs> Shlomi Tassig starting us off on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. Shavati, 
ושבתי, ושבתי אל ציוי, אל ציוי, אל ציוי, אל ציוי. ושבחרתי בסוי יידיש ולוי, יידיש ולוי. ושוחרתי בסויך יריש ולויים ושכי זה נורא עיניי לי בשבחו אוי לצי אוהב ברחמים אוי ליריש ולויים ושכי זה נורא עיניי לי בשבחו אוי לצי אוהב ברחמים
Shalom, good evening friends. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. Really warms our hearts to see so many beautiful faces, new and old. So let's have a lot of real holy fun tonight. Let's, can't think, think of a better term for that. At least that's, that's what we're having up here. So we need your help for this one.
themselves, just you girls. Let's go, my boy. I'm in this lost, I'm 
Avram Rosenblum for uh, Yoshev Besesar Elyon from the Jerusalem is Calling album right here on the JM Sunday Matas One guest with you. Thanks for joining us here on 
on our show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Appreciate your being here. Programming continues all day long on the network, including a live lunch encore with Avrami at 11 o'clock and a Saturday night Siegel encore with Avrami at 1 o'clock. Then, first up, Court Report at 7 o'clock with uh, Elliot Weiselberg. And uh, today, let's see what he's doing today. TABC and Hafter meet up in rematches of last year's JV and varsity hockey playoffs and division leaders fall in boys and girls varsity and girls JV basketball. So that's a lot to discuss. All that and more this Sunday. That is tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, only on the Nachum Siegel Network. And of course, a great music mix throughout the day in between all that. It is time for Rabbi Gowasser, Rabbi Gowasser's words, Lezecha Nishmas Rav Zev Bar Yosef Alevi, and Esther Bas Rav Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. In 165 BCE, the Greeks ruled the Holy Land. They wanted to forcefully Hellenize the Jews. A small band of Maccabees, led by Matis Yahu, rose up to fight against the mighty Greek army. They successfully defeated them. As we recite in the special prayer for Hanukkah, Alanisim, the many were delivered into the hands of the few, the strong were given into the hands of the weak. After the great victory, the Jews reclaimed the Beis Hamikdash, the holy temple. They wanted to light the menorah, but they found only one cruise of oil that hadn't been defiled and rendered impure. Yet, when the menorah was kindled with his small bit of oil, it remained lit for an entire eight days. To commemorate these miracles, our sages established the festival of Hanukkah. Rav Leib Chasman asked an interesting question. Why did our great rabbis establish that the observance of Hanukkah focus solely on the lighting of the candles? We no longer have the Holy Temple, and the miracle of Hanukkah also included the salvation of the Jewish nation. Why don't we commemorate the victories of war as well? Rabbi Chasman explains that we don't celebrate military prowess, great strength, or strategic expertise. These are temporal successes. We remember those things which are eternal and spiritual in essence. This is as Rabbeinu Yonah states in the Gates of Repentance, Zahayom Oso Hashem. This is the day that Hashem has made. Nogila v'nismachavoy. Let us rejoice and be glad on it. This is to say that we're going to be happy because of the revelation of the honor of Hashem in the recognition of Hashem's kingdom that resulted through the miracle of candles. That's the eternal component of Hanukkah. In the year 5705, the days of Hanukkah were overshadowed by the Holocaust. It was a great darkness, especially for the prisoners in Bergen-Belsen. However, Yitzchok Emanuel's father, Yaakov, had always been especially careful about lighting the Hanukkah candles. He had no intention of discontinuing that practice. Somehow, one candle had been obtained, and Yaakov resolved to light that candle at all costs. As he was preparing to light the candle, 
a man suddenly burst into the room. He began shouting, How dare you light that Hanukkah candle? Do you know the punishment for doing that? Do you have any idea what could happen to all of us? Yitzchok Emmanuel recounts, My father's answer to him was, O mighty rock of my salvation. He then calmly lit the candle, which remained lit for the entire first day of Hanukkah. Miraculously, both my father and I survived. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a joyous Hanukkah.
others seemed blind To him it was clear It had now come the time To cleverly guide And help them reclaim The greatness inside Have it fed to a flame He stood as a wall Around their father's last son They'd accomplished the goal Now they'd all join as one In their betrayal and shame He dismissed out of hand It was all but a part of Hashem's master plan One day the world will know Your dreams will be fulfilled And your heart will overflow Oh, 
שנה חולפת, הוא כבר מתחיל לצעוד לבד. פסיעה קטנה, פסיעה נוספת, והלוואי שלא יימן. שיהיה לו כוח עוד ללכת, גם אם קשה וכואב, ויוכל להישען על יד תומכת. מטבע כל כך אוהב. ואני מתפלא, המלאך הגואל, יברך, יברך אותו, יאיר לו את הדרך, כל ימי חייל. אני מבקש
چشم گیره خواهی کم به یوبایی به یه دنیل خواهی کسی ملی خواهی ای ای به یه تخی هوری یمری نو به یه تعلیم به من خیلی Israel Amar Vahu, great song. We'll uh, try to get back to that. As a matter of fact, we 
We'll pause it and get back to that after the news from Israel. We weren't actually expecting the news from Israel today because Hannah Julian had a travel day. But in light of uh, the amazing news out of uh, Washington last week about the recognition of uh, Jerusalem is the capital of Israel, which we, of course, knew and know, uh, you know, is is the case and has been the case for thousands of years. Nevertheless, you know, it is big news. And there have been some results uh, of that news which aren't so great, and we'll touch upon those um, in a moment. So, Hannah uh, Julian is joining us, and we'll give the official welcome that it's time for our news from Israel. Hannah Julian Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. How are you today? <laughs> Good morning, Matis. So uh, uh, we... We've had better days, um, although, frankly, this is not a bad day, given the momentous news last week. Um, we, have, we have had really good good news uh, with regard to Jerusalem, although um, I would say offhand that the Palestinian reaction has <laughs> has been challenging, to say Well, the is least. that any different than any other day? I mean, I saw a number of posts that the Palestinians, you know, and, and, and certain groups are, are threatening to, to riot, as opposed to last week, or last month, or last year. Uh. You know, uh, <laughs> I mean, it does happen. No, every time they threaten to riot, they do riot, and I guess this is not new because when they threaten to riot, they do riot. And yeah. uh, I guess these the current violence matches what we saw earlier in the year in the summer um, when Israel had to close the uh, Temple Mount for a few days after the terror attack that resulted in the murders of two police officers on the Temple Mount. I guess this is probably similar. Right, and uh, though I read uh, something last night that um, potential rioting and violence may have been hampered a bit, because am am I correct that the the authorities actually allowed the prayer services to go through as usual on the Temple Mount on Friday, uh, so there was much less tension? Yes, as a matter of fact, you're quite correct. Um, and I will tell you that despite all the attacks, which I will, uh, I'll detail for you in a minute, um, IDF Major General Yoav Mordechai, who is the coordinator of government activities in the territories, the acronym for that, by the way, is COGAT, uh, issued a statement in Arabic late Saturday He was warning Gazans in particular, although he was warning everyone, not to allow terrorists to determine their fate this time uh, and not to test Israel's strength. Uh, And the the big thing that he reminded them in that statement was that uh, the status quo in Jerusalem, and in particular on the Temple Mount where Al-Aqsa is located, has not changed, and that Prayers are ongoing, and uh, Al-Aqsa is open, and people are attending prayers, and they attended prayers on Friday, um, despite what they're being told by their leaders, and their leaders are, are of course, uh, telling them lies, and telling them it's in danger, and it's this, and it's that, and he's telling them, no, it's not. And people are attending prayers, and he's posting in Arabic, uh, on the Arabic sites, the pictures 
proving it and showing them these are lies, here's the proof. Do not let your leaders mislead you and walk you into another war. And what he said to them, and it was really important because they they need to know it because if they if they start another war, uh, they're the ones who are really going to suffer for it. Right. He said to them, you are being misled into a situation where uh, you're being led into an escalation right before winter, when the hardships in Gaza will increase. If, if we trash your place because you have chosen to start a war against us, think about what will happen to your homes and your family as a, re- as a result of such a thing that you were led into by your leaders lying to you. Right, interesting. Think about that. Interesting. So that is yeah. what's happened in the last few days, but uh, this is all supposedly started by the announcement last week. What was the reaction in Israel um, to, uh, to the President Trump's announcement? So the reaction, well, first of all, I mean, I personally know of people who were uh, sitting in their homes waiting and literally holding their breath, hmm. watching President Trump and hanging literally on every single word to hear whether or not he would actually recognize Jerusalem as the capital right. and waiting to see whether or not he would recognize West Jerusalem, East Jerusalem, any Jerusalem, <laughs> whether or not he'd go all the way through or not. Right. And and when he did, and he didn't specify, because, you know, Russia had already... Russia had already recognized West Jerusalem, right. and then he, he equated and went with the Palestinians having East Jerusalem and so forth and so on. Donald Trump didn't do that. And so in Israel, um, people, I mean, it's a muted celebration because the White House really uh, asked the Israelis to try to tone down their response um, but I know uh, Jews in uh, in the United States uh, and, of course, in Israel, everywhere, who literally had a glass of wine over right. this. Right, right. Mean, because it, was a, it, because it, it changed the course of history. Right, it, that, it, that's it, the thing. It, it was a pronouncement. It wasn't a, an event particularly. It wasn't the the winning of anything. It it certainly wasn't anything that everybody in Israel didn't already know, Uh, but it just showed that there are other allies uh, that are supportive of this and are willing to stand up in public and say it. Uh, He recognized uh, reality, which is what Nikki Haley told the UN Security Council. And the fact that he was willing to recognize the reality and state it for the record, regardless of the threats and regardless of, of the yelling and screaming and the tantrums and the stupidity and the violence, he's the only uh, ally and he's the only uh, American president who was not cowed and intimidated by Arab threats. Right. And the fact is, he then directed Nikki Haley to do the same at the UN. Exactly. And that's the only American president who was able and willing to follow up and not backpedal um, under the threat of violence and everything else by Arabs. 
there has never been another American leader who was not cowed by Arab threats. Right, exactly. In the history of the country. Yep. That's an amazing thing. Right. So uh, all in all, it was a good week. It was a, it was a good week for everyone because if he's not cowed by Arab violence and he's not cowed by threats, then he also won't buckle to Iran. And I think that was important to the to the Arabs in the region also. If you notice, despite all the <laughs> the tantrums that you now see taking place in the Middle East. Saudi Arabia, uh, despite having uh, said, you know, they're not in favor of it and all that, they're being very quiet. Nobody's calling for an intifada in Saudi Arabia. Right, because there's Nobody's no supporting change. This. Right, there's no change, no move to do anything. Uh, Israel didn't send uh, you know, well, there, forces there to one, any particular area. Uh, yeah, there's one change. Bahrain sent a delegation Israel this week. That's a historic Ooh, change. That is very good. Now, yeah. um, uh, among the uh, negative <laughs> effects of this and, and events, unfortunately, there's no no. The Arabs don't need an excuse, or certain Arabs don't need an excuse for for terrorism or for attacks. And but about an hour ago, I think it was, we heard uh, that there was a stabbing of a security guard at Jerusalem's central bus station. Do you have any update on that? Yeah, I do actually. Um, there was a terrorist attack this afternoon. It was uh, just a few minutes ago outside the central bus station in Jerusalem. Uh, a security guard, a man in his 20s, was stabbed in the chest. That was on uh, on the Rehov Yafo side of the central bus station. He is seriously wounded. Uh, medics from the Magenda Viradom Emergency Medical Service treated him on the scene before rushing him to Sharetzetic Medical Center. Uh, police say they have the stabber. He was neutralized. Uh, his condition is unknown. So neutralized uh, can mean anything from wounded to critically injured to dead, for that matter. We right. don't know yet. Uh, we'll find that out. Um, also, the Iron Dome anti-missile defense system uh, interrupted, uh, intercepted one rocket fired at southern Israel Friday night. But there were many others uh, throughout the day and into the night, and later on over the weekend also throughout the Sabbath. Um, one landed in the street in Zderot. Another one hit a kindergarten building. Many people this time were traumatized uh, and thrown into shock in Zderot, um, and they were treated, both young and old. A few were taken to Barzillai Medical Center uh, for treatment. So that's ongoing. That's in addition to the riots and the crazy violence going on um, in Judea and Samaria and at various crossing points uh, throughout the country and also uh, in areas, especially in the Arab areas in Jerusalem. Right. So, you know, the ongoing violence is right. continuing. Well, there's no excuse for any of this at any point in time. Uh, you know, it's just uh, something that is done to say, oh, this is, you know, why we're doing it. But it's really not. It's really just directed against Israel and Jews for no particular reason, just because we're there. Yeah, uh, but um, hopefully uh, it'll be minimal and, and uh, they'll kind of get the point. Yeah. They better not start up. Uh, yes, God willing. You know, I, sh yeah. I should also tell you, by the way, just uh, just to be fair, that the weather in Israel is still better. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> wait, waiting, waiting to hear that because there's snow on the ground here from yesterday over Shabbos in our area. But I, I announced this morning yeah. that in Israel it's uh, roughly, what, 65 degrees right now in Jerusalem? Um, 
Well, it depends on where in the country you are, but but yes, in central well, Israel for sure it's about sixty-five. In Jerusalem, it's about sixty. Well, now it's and all it's, of it's Jerusalem. Actually, it's a 70, 70, right. 73. Well, of course, but it's all Jerusalem yeah. now, right? When we announce it, you know, it's all of Jerusalem is sixty-five. It's not like uh, one part was sixty-five and the other part was maybe seventy-two because oh, it was split. True. Now it's one, you know, uh, united uh, city. So that's true. <laughs> that's absolutely yeah. true. No, but, they, but if you're at the Dead Sea and you're on vacation. It's over 70. So anybody, anybody going to Israel this week for Hanukkah uh, will enjoy uh, very good weather. That's right. So They'll have it, the best. It's a time to go for sure. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure that you and your family will be celebrating Hanukkah and, and, uh, and enjoying. And, and I'm sure that uh, it's not lost on uh, everyone that uh, the timing of this announcement last week uh, coincided uh, with the holiday of Hanukkah, so and, and as a matter of fact, it also I would... coincides with the fact that uh, Vice President Pence uh, is expected um, next week. He, he'll be coming in for, I believe, the sixth, fifth or sixth candle. Actually. Right, right, and uh, I, I understand he'll be spending a lot more time in uh, in Israel because apparently uh, some of the uh, Arab groups don't want to meet with him. Oh well, they're <laughs> so, lost. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, and it's it's funny, not not funny, it's ironic. Instead of taking the upper hand and saying, okay, we have reality on the ground, major countries are supporting this. Israel is, is looking in a much better light, even among the Arab countries. There are certain groups that will just not see the reality and uh, and try to knock it down and, and not realize that they could be so much. I, I saw some something somewhere, but I think last week Israel destroyed one of the tunnels, uh, another tunnel that it found, and the report was that a tunnel cost something like $3 million to build for every uh, couple of uh, kilometers. I, I don't remember exactly, but a huge amount of money. And you know, somebody was saying, well, wouldn't, wouldn't it be amazing if this money went to take care of... Uh, People in, you know, they're their own people. Uh, they're getting money from all over as the world. As supposed and, uh, to. As supposed to, exactly. They're getting it, and instead it spends on on this. So, yeah. All right, well, thank you. Thank you again. I appreciate it. I know you were traveling, and uh, we weren't scheduled to, to speak this morning, but I appreciate you joining us to give us up-to-date news on uh, the moment of what's been going on in Israel, and we appreciate that very much. And, again, wish you and your family a very happy Hanukkah. My pleasure. And to you. And to yours. Thank you very to much. everyone. Thank <laughs> you. That's our news from Israel, Hannah Julian. We thank very much. And we'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday for a special Hanukkah edition of the news from Israel, exclusively here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Well, let's get back to the music. I promised that we would um, get back to uh, The Who from Israel and Mars. We're going to start that again, if you don't mind, just because it's a nice song and I'd like to, to hear it. Uh, so we're going to go to that now. And... Uh, Again, thanks for joining us. Quarter past the hour here on the Nachum Siegel Network.
boy, you gotta keep moving fast Cause you're blocking traffic And we're about to go on the mainstream radio These days you gotta keep going fast Zip it up, speed crazies Because we're about to take control Shema Shemei Matzor Wa'u Bi 
up with God Elbaz Misha Beirach here on JM Sunday. Thanks so much for joining me this morning here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, all day long programming continues on the network, including encore presentations with uh, host Avrami and uh, first run tonight court report with uh, Elliot Weiselberg. He'll be talking about the TABC and Hafter uh, as they meet up in rematches of last year's JV and the Varsity Hockey Playoffs. And uh, he'll be discussing more about the current uh, about the current uh, boys and girls varsity and girls JV basketball season. So a lot to talk about. Uh, that's first run tonight, seven o'clock. Great programming continues. Great music mix continues all day long on the network. Nakam will be back tomorrow morning, six a.m. with the JM and the AM, followed by the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Have a great day and a great week, everyone. Happy Hanukkah to everyone. Coming up. Tuesday night, beginning first night of Hanukkah. We'll see you next week here on JM Sunday for a special Hanukkah edition of JM Sunday.